things are beginning to possibly turn around in Italy, the epicenter of the coronavirus. Uh, they recorded yesterday that the um, number of daily fatalities has come down. It came down from a world record 793 on Saturday to 651 on Sunday to 601 on Monday. And they are hoping that it is because of the lockdown they've been under and these extreme measures that they're going to see a ray of hope in COVID-19 death rate and the turnaround here. I will tell you this. There was mass testing. It was a, in a small Italian town in northern Italy. It happened last month. And yesterday we were talking to a doctor here in Toronto who said we need to start testing, testing, testing on mass to find out who has COVID so that we can contain this thing and stop it in its tracks. And so this experiment was done last month in a town in Italy of 3,400 people. And they found that 75% of the participants who were infected with COVID-19 were asymptomatic, meaning they showed absolutely no signs of the virus. So they had no idea that they could be walking around infecting others. And that is why our government, our prime minister, has been asking us to self-isolate, stay at home. Uh, Joanne Natale is a Canadian who has been living in Italy for years now. She is in Milan, which is really the epicenter of the COVID-19 uh, virus in, in globally right now. She joins the show again. Joanne, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program because you bring us insight um, in a way that, you know, maybe some of the news reports don't. You know, we are getting it directly from someone who, if we don't follow the advisement of our government, you know, we could be in your place weeks from now. So I think it's whatever information you have to share is of paramount importance. So thanks for doing this. Thank you very much for inviting me, Kelly. It's my pleasure. Anything I can do. Um, you're right about the numbers that you cited. The number of deaths have gone down, and so has the number of new infections. It's not a massive change, but um, on the 22nd of March, um, we only had only had 864 new cases, and on um, uh, uh, it was. Uh, 864, sorry, 864 fewer cases than the day before. And on the 23rd, we had 177 cases fewer than the 22nd. So it's dropping slowly. Um, and we're still seeing the effects of um, people spreading infection before going into quarantine. What is it like right now? I know that the government is uh, putting... Uh things into effect, a new decree into effect, which will start Wednesday, and we'll get to the nitty-gritty of that. <laughs> and the governor of Lombardy, which, if correct me if I'm wrong, Lombardy is like a province in, it's like a region, yeah, correct? Called, yeah, exactly. They're called regions, but they have the same kind of um, uh, jurisdiction that a Canadian province would have. And within regions, there, there are provinces that are similar to Canadian regions. It's, it's it's the opposite. Just the wording is the opposite, but it's the same kind of political territory. Um, right. And so Lombardy is the region, and Milan is the capital of that region. And um, the governor... It's the hardest uh, hit right now. Yes, it is. And the governor, um, on heels of the new presidential decree, the governor um, boosted some of the things... Uh, because in the presidential decree, it specifically states that local government can enact more severe restrictions mm -hmm. if they feel it's necessary, and that's what the governor of Lombardy did. 
Well, listen, our premier yesterday, uh, <laughs> Premier Doug Ford, basically said that 1159, he is going to shut down non-essential and, um, I saw. Uh-huh. and businesses and services. We're a little bit stunned because we've been talking about it this morning with the construction industry. I just talked to a guy who's uh, his crew is building boathouses in Muskoka, and he's scratching his head, wondering why that's still an essential service. So uh, um, let's—I expected a more stringent kind of lockdownish um, situation going on. That doesn't seem to be the case. We still have kids going out and playing on playgrounds with their families, which is a terrifying thought to me. We have dogs running around in dog parks, which I think we've got to stop soon. Right now, if you could run through how where the Italian government is with this lockdown okay. and with other um, conditions that they've announced and where you're going on Wednesday. Okay. So essentially what they have done is they, um, I, I, maybe as you know, there was a similar announcement to what, to what you guys saw yesterday with businesses closing in Ontario. Something similar happened here in Italy um, a week and a half ago. What they have done is they have extended that because initially they were allowing production and businesses to stay open with the provision that the companies encourage people where possible to work from home or that they reduce the number of people on site in order to maintain social distancing. What, what they have done now is they have absolutely unequivocally shut all businesses that are not considered essential by the government And there's a very specific list that was issued that was like an annex to the decree. And it's basically um, supply chains that uh, provide things like food and beverages and medical supplies and energy and electricity, um, waste management, uh, waste management and water treatment. Anything that's in that supply chain is considered an essential business. In in Italy, the only construction that is allowed to continue is a construction that is being done on roads and railways, and on medical facilities. Everything I understand else is completely shut down. It's forbidden to leave your town that you're in, with the sole exceptions of going exactly. to work or for medical reasons. Exactly. Reasons. Exactly. I, you know what? We are on a clock here, Joanne. So I want to get to more important, some of the bigger things. In addition to these. Um, you have closure of all open air, air markets. That makes sense. Closure of all hotels. We're still keeping our hotels open. The only exception is that they're, when you use them for convalescent centers, they can remain open. Yeah. There's no more access to vending machines. People can't, this is the interesting thing, people can't leave their homes to go for a run or a walk anymore, a bike ride, and you can't, if you take your dog out, you can only venture 200 meters from your home. How worried exactly. are you about those parts of the measures i mean are you worried that people will start sneaking out and i know that it's going well, to be Kelly, I'm looking a crime window, to do there this are people in the dog park right now i'm yeah. looking at my window and there's, there's there are two people in the dog park right now and i see people walking not as many as as last week but it's there are still people out there yesterday the police came through our neighborhood and shoot people off and told them to go home it's still happening because i really think and I think probably every human being is guilty of this. You think in your head, what can it hurt if I just go for a walk around the block? Mm-hmm. And as long as people... Does that shock you? That I way. mean, you guys are watching people die. We're getting the footage from Italian 
hospitals where people are basically lying in hallways gasping for air. You know, there's yeah. probably not going to be many people that you're connected to that won't be able to say at some point, yeah, um, either I lost somebody due to COVID or I know someone who did yeah. or uh, yeah. someone I know was really sick. Are you shocked that people are still not listening to the government? I am. I am very shocked. I'm very shocked. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how. I don't know what else the government can do. I mean, I can tell you that the uh, there are <clears throat> army the, um, army trucks and soldiers uh, on off ramps, on and off ramps, the highways leading in and out of towns. I can tell you that the police as much as they possibly can, because obviously there's a limited workforce, are, are patrolling neighborhoods. But it, it has to come from, but people have to get it into their heads that, no, you can't go for a walk. It doesn't matter that you're bored. You just need to be patient and wait it out. And, 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 and I, don't know how to, I don't know how to enforce that. I don't know how... A, What's the I punishment, mean, the government moved with... The Italian government moved with in, in a certain way because they were hesitant to take away people's civil liberties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a constitution that they have to comply with. They can't just wake up in the morning and toss the constitution out the window. So they tried to implement things slowly, and I don't know. I don't know if they can get any more strict with the rules. Do do I do you know the punishment for um, breaking any of the national provisions? Yes, it, it's up to a five thousand euro fine, and it's um, it, and because it's a felony, then there is there are charges, an arrest, and then you would have a court date. I don't know what right. the what the the um, the, uh, the penalty would be, how what the jail time would be, but there is you would be arrested. The fine is five thousand euros, and then there's right. jail time. But I don't know how much it is. I um, I imagine people are rolling their eyes at the jail time. It is the only thing I can think because it, you know during this pandemic they're probably thinking, yeah, right, you're going to throw me in jail. But that's a that's a stiff fine. I Joanne, I'm going to keep in contact with you as the days progress, and I hope that this, okay. this is a um, bright light and things are starting to turn around in Italy. I know there's still the number of cases is very high but as as long as they go down the number of new cases on a daily basis it's a it's a better trend than it was and you know we are we're all thinking about you i know a lot of people have relatives in italy that are listening right now well keep your let's all you know keep our fingers crossed and and if i can just say one thing to 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 folks back home in canada is i i know it's frustrating i know especially if you have small kids and i know that it could be a financial burden but the, the more we act now, the better it'll be in the long run and the shorter the confinement time will have to be. Yeah, if we comply. Thank you so much, Joanne, and, and stay safe. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Kelly.